to Elevated Impressions. Welcome to Elevated Impressions. This is Cal, and today I'm elevated on a hybrid strain, strain called Sonic Boom. <laughs> really elevated, huh? <laughs> really elevated today. And this is Sean. Today I am elevated on an indica gummy with a blue raspberry flavor. Delicious. Alrighty, we have watched every single episode of Loki and now we can give our final impressions on it. You guys know the drill. We've got three categories, characters, visual, and story. Let's hop right in with characters. Cal, tell us what you thought. So I think they did really good with the characters that we got to interact with. Um, the story was, the show was called Loki and they gave us Loki in various variations and variants as they call them. They gave most of them some kind of backstory, right? We focused mostly on the mainstream Loki or the sacred timeline Loki um, and our Sylvie. Um, and then we got a little bit of information for, you know, who boastful Loki was. We got a little information for classic Loki, kid Loki, alligator Loki, a Loki Lofus skater is always there and loved, <laughs> but he didn't get any backstory on who he is, but that's fine, right? Um, and I think they played up a good bit of a mystery for the TVA based characters, right? showing them off as these mindless drones at first and then kind of turning them into people who are victimized by he who remains and i i like that right it was good to keep that kind of same mystery that we got from wandavision when we were thinking about what was happening to the side characters there um but i, I still kind of think that maybe some of the characters were just kind of there like ravona was great but then it was just like okay i guess we're just building her up for our next season <laughs> right mm -hmm. um he who remains was cool but it was kind of like you know just an, an end result kind of thing is everything seems like we were just being led along for another season it was just a build up and that's fine but it wasn't what i was really hoping for i was hoping for like a, a good showdown a good resolution mm -hmm. for some of our characters um i think the only person that maybe got Actually, no, because I was going to say Moby has got a little bit of resolution, but now he's completely wiped and back to being a drone again. So I don't even know anymore. Same thing with B-15. So they were just like, I felt set up and then slightly let down. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, because of that, I gave characters a 3.5. Um, the ones that they did well, they did really well. The others were like, eh, kind of there. Okay, um, yeah, I for the most part agree. Um, I, I I liked some of the characters. I, you know, Loki, Tom Hiddleston did a great job with Loki. Um, Sylvie was great. Um, what I didn't like about Sylvie is that, okay, so this is my, this is my critique. The characters that they took from the comics, Sylvie, um, Ravona, even Elias, were just completely different. Like they just, they just, they just gave them the name and absolutely nothing about the comics. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a little bit weird. I mean, it's I, I I've seen you know, in the past they've combined characters or they've slightly changed some of the things. These had nothing, nothing 
to do with their comic book counterparts. So that was weird. Um, I, in regards to the king or the he who remains, um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was, hmm, <laughs> how to say it. Um, Okay, let me say this. Let me say this. This is probably going to shed a little bit of insight onto why I really enjoyed it. I told y'all motherfuckers all the way back at the beginning of this. I'm not getting my hopes up for nothing because all these motherfuckers do is lead us on and lie. So I, I was really not trying to buy into any of the hype of anything. So when... Uh, he Who Remains was revealed at the end. I was shocked because like I said, my expectations were low, honey. They were low. So um, <laughs> so I got to really enjoy that. You know, I didn't fall into, I didn't go down those rabbit holes about all these theories and shit like I did with WandaVision because, you know, I've been traumatized. So this time I just really got to see it as it came and I really enjoyed him at the end. Um, and even watching Assembled um, and seeing the making of Loki and seeing how that scene came together, it was just really good writing, really good setup for what's to come. I think a lot of people were upset because they wanted, like you said, that those big showdowns between some of those characters or resolutions. But I really think we got to remember they said you don't have to watch these shows to know what's going on. <laughs> so we're not gonna get anything, like I said, shocking or surprising. Um, I know Laz isn't here, but I, I remember in the predictions episode, he was saying he wanted to be, he wanted something unpredictable. And I said, you're not gonna get that. So <laughs> I'm gonna give characters a four. As we move on, the next category is visuals. Take it away. I thought the visuals great. I think they did so many great set pieces on there. And after you mentioned from watching Assemble that this was all green screen, I think that was done really well. Um, there were minor hiccups here and there, like that scene on Lamentous One, uh, where the camera looked like it was cutting a lot and colors changed in the background. For me, it didn't take away from it because it still looked really good, really well done, really well choreographed in terms to how the thing was flowing for like the characters and moving around. Um, you know, we got Loki hair flips every single chance that they got just to add into the visual effect of everything. Um, you know, there were the memes that were created off of Loki being thrown as well. Mm -hmm. um, the different set pieces and the little um, Easter eggs that were tossed in with them, like the FDR pen, um, Ravona's little case of trophies and shit. Um, and then the smaller details, right? Like with the pruning stick, how orange is prune and purple is the time freeze one. Um, there's a different effects with using the actual rewind tool that they have, like the temp pad and how we could rewind mm -hmm. people and how that popped around in the beginning. And we got funny scenes out of that. I think all of that was done really well. I'm tr really trying to think of a scene that I was like, yeah, I really didn't like this scene. And I can't really think of one, right? Um, and even though I didn't get like a character resolution that started off and ended really well, the ramp up to get to the Citadel um, and the watching of the Sacred Timeline branching and how they gave like an up close personal impact of it and not just showing it on in like the TVA monitor and how it branches. I think that was all done really well. Like the introduction of He Who Remains too, with the purple lighting on him coming out. Um, 
I really enjoyed it, right? And when you look at the costumes that they made use of for the different Loki variants um, to introduce them and make them unique, um, even a live scene, you know, they really recreated him in an actual, made it feel like he was an entity, not just like a cloud that was just chilling there. They gave him like actual depth and girth in the body. So I, I loved yeah. the visuals. I, I had no complaints for that whatsoever. So I gave that a five. Yeah, I agree on all parts. I also gave it a five. Um, there's just one other thing that I want to mention that I really, really loved. And that was in the episode when they were on Lamentis and they were trying to, you know, get off. Um, and Loki came out as bisexual and they had the bisexual lighting throughout the entire episode. Loved it. Visuals were perfect. I also gave it a five. All right, story. Do you want to or shall I? I'll let you go first on this one. Because I feel like yours okay. is going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, there were some great moments. There were some great moments. I thought it was a really strong first episode. Um, I know there was a lot of talking. There was a lot of talking in this whole show. They had a lot to explain. Um, but in the first episode, I thought they really, they did a really, really great job. Like I said, when we reviewed the first episode, if you didn't know who Loki was before episode one, you knew who he was by the end of it the TVA, they explained what they wanted us to know about the TVA really, really well in the first episode. I thought it laid the foundation for the show very, very well, better than Falcon the Winter Soldier, better than even WandaVision's first episode. Um, I thought the ending, I loved the ending. I know a lot of people are upset because they wanted a big battle. They wanted something, some action to happen in the last episode. I did not mind the dialogue. I thought it was fun. Um, Jonathan Majors did a really, really great job with He Who Remains and they had a lot to explain. Um, they only had six episodes the first season one and they had a lot to explain. And I thought the way they did it was, was perfect. And I thought you knew exactly what they were trying to say and what might be coming. Now everybody's thinking about all these possibilities because of this great setup that they just did. Now in the middle of it, <laughs> those middle episodes. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, they. Uh, it was really bothersome. Um, now, uh, that Lamentis episode. Now I know we had that whole discussion about is this whole thing an illusion or not because of bad writing. It was just bad. Again, Lass isn't here, but he made a good call out. What didn't make sense in that, one thing that didn't make sense in that episode was um, why all of a sudden they started fighting the workers or the, the the guards or whatever like it just it just why was everybody fighting it just made no sense it just didn't make any sense they were hiding at place that at, at points not trying to get to the shuttle it was just weird and um like you had called out when you said john you didn't believe that sylvie would just fall asleep like that on the train it was just really 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 lazy writing in that episode it was pretty at points the, the how the debris was all falling in the beginning and then all of a sudden it wasn't for like most of the episodes until the very end it was just lazy writing um sorry that one really got me worked up um <laughs> <laughs> this is why you went first <laughs> um i can't even remember what else about the story i hated but i love the beginning i love the end it's just the middle kind of fell flat for me the middle just kind of fell flat for me um so i gave story a three Okay, okay. I agree to an extent, right? Um, 
I agree with the middle being um, a little rough, right? It was it was a little rough, but I, what kept me through the middle was the way they were trying to build up the mystery of who Sylvie was and then figure out what her plan was ultimately. They did really good with a lot of the buildup in this story, right? Um, they didn't just flat out make it like a quick symbol. You could kind of tell what was going to happen. You, Yeah, as you said, you know, from the beginning, don't be, you know, nothing's going to be really so surprising or it's not going to be anything unexpected, but it was still good in terms to how they laid that foundation out. I, I enjoyed that i enjoyed how they gave us a whole history for the tva and how their technology works and how time set is set up and i know you absolutely hated the nexus events explanations in terms to the has to be a natural disaster but i, mm. I like those little tidbits right instead of just saying yeah just a nexus event and moving on like okay so the one exactly is it right they, they took the opportunity to, to actually put some thought into it and make it a, a thing that you could have to whittle down and they didn't just say yeah there's multiple ways you can cause a nexus event and that's it because they could have done that right they, they could just put it out they make it a I blank still state. want explanation as to how <laughs> sylvie knew how to work that time pad, that temp pad how she found out about the uh apocalypses how she had so many of those apocalypse stored in the temp pad make it make sense yes those are all little details that i can agree with you on to an extent right we, we had this discussion sylvie working the temp pad as a child yeah that don't make no damn sense but um her eventually figuring out apocalypses it could happen depending on how many years she's been on the run right remember it's time's not really a thing there so what we might count as a couple years it could be actually centuries or, or whatever of her just being on the run because she's jumping from real world back into the tva realm which you know, that's just a thing. It could be, it could happen, but we're not gonna get on that. We're not gonna get on that. Um, even though I didn't like the ultimate outcome of the characters, I can agree that the ending was sufficient enough to make me keep wanting to see another season, right? They, even though I didn't like how they kind of made He Who Remains be revealed and kind of develop in a sense, I still enjoyed it, right? Jonathan Majors definitely played the character really well. He made it engaging with all of that dialogue that he tossed in with at the end. I just wanted to see a little bit of fireworks with it. That's kind of all I was hoping for. Some, something a little more of a bang to, to send it all off. Yes, we got the sacred timeline going bang, but it was like, uh, kind of bang, not really bang, bang, you know? Um, but <laughs> I enjoyed the buildup to the story. It was just the conclusions kind of was a bit of a letdown and, and the middle was, was fine it was a lot of talking though. it was definitely a lot of fucking talking um but ultimately i gave story a four uh because I, I think they did it definitely better than falcon and the winter soldier story um they had a lot less loose ends than wandavision did um so i'm i'm good with it i i, I was thoroughly enjoyed and i'm hoping for my bang for season two okay um do you <laughs> listen <laughs> um is there anything else that you would like to add anything you think is star worthy to add to the score i think tom hiddleston's performance was great he provided a convincing look at how trauma would be presented in the way it was done to loki throughout that show like 
it was substantial. He went in cocky as fuck and ended the show like, yo, I'm humbled like a motherfucker. <laughs> I want to save people. We ain't we ain't doing this no more, right? I loved being able to see that much of a range in acting from start to finish, and it was only six episodes. Um, so I don't know if I go far as giving another cloud for that, but I just wanted to call that out. I think that. Was- <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a troll. We give like a half a cloud. I, I'll do a half a cloud. Do a half a cloud. Let's do a half a cloud. Damn, get my hopes up! Wow. <laughs> okay, so tallying the scores up, Cal, you gave a total of thirteen clouds. I gave a total of 12 clouds, giving us a final average of 4.17. Any final thoughts? I think that's really sufficient. Yeah, honestly. I do want to call out. So um, earlier today, I went back to look at some of our other scores for other um, shows that we've watched. Our top score right now is Invincible with a 4.8. Um, so if you haven't um, heard, listened to that review, go ahead and check out that review and check out that show because it was awesome, as you can see, with 4.8 clouds. Um, right under that, we had uh, Castlevania season four with 4.25 clouds. Um, and then coming in third oh, whoa, place. Whoa, 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 you can't, you can't just not give it a call out like that. You, you give Invincible a whole call out and you just slid over Castlevania um, like that? That's rude. I, I apologize. If you haven't watched Castlevania, go ahead and check that out too. That's on Netflix, right? You know, it's completely finished series now. So you can watch it from start to finish and check out our review too. You may continue now. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, and then coming in third place is Loki with 4.17 clouds. Um, any hopes for what's next to come with Marvel? i not really looking forward to the next few shows like that. Miss Marvel, I'm hoping it's going to be interesting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for something there. Hawkeye, I feel like that's just going to be another Falcon and Winter Soldier all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, what if? A, what if? Okay, okay. I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I forgot about what if. I was thinking far in the future, not tomorrow. <laughs> what if? I'm looking forward to that. I feel like that's going to be something that they really be able to flex their range with because mm-hmm. they're tossing in different characters. And it's going to be something that I feel like they're going to really, hopefully, maybe, give us more concrete comic book references in a sense maybe because it's okay. animated so they can keep it with ill net realm you know maybe we shall see yeah i think what i'm most excited about with what if is being able to um not all of them but a lot of the actors are coming back to voice their characters um we even have um chadwick boseman voicing t'challa so that'll be exciting that will be exciting. I, yeah. I feel like that's going to be cool to see. Um, but there are, what, a few that's not, too. So I'm, I'm interested yeah, to see I how think, that's going to um, out. Robbie Downey Jr. is not coming back to do Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I I want to say Captain Marvel is not doing Brie Larson. I don't think she's doing I her voice so. either. Yeah. So those are going to be interesting to see how those play out. Um, I'm, more, I'm just more so interested in, like, the story for it. Because it's like, it's, it's fresh. It's new. It's not like, okay... I already watched this. I kind of know what it is and exactly. could predict it. It's going to be just something completely fresh and you jump into it. And if there's no comic references, that's fine too, because you can just watch it for what it is. 
yeah, I think it's just going to be good, you know, TV. Yeah. And you know me, I love anime, anything animated, so I'm good for it. All right, that starts next month, so be on the lookout. This is Cal. And this is Sean. Thanks for flying with us today, folks. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time on Elevated Impressions. Thanks for flying with Elevated Impressions.